Yeah, man, you are good to go. So, uh, it's sort of like an interconnected, like, net of bad shit that feeds into each other, yeah? But it sort of starts with, um, like, basically, people in power want to have more and more power, more and more influence, more and more, in the end, money. And there's a huge, and they recognize that if others had as much power influence as them by just the very nature of power is like you know the idea of uh like proportionate influence over some sphere you know mm-hmm. so you know spheres this big and you know we live in like a, a post-industrial society where we can make the cake bigger but you know it can only be so big at a time and then even when the cake does get bigger the people in power still want to have they don't want to lose percentage of that cake they still want to have uh there's so much percentage though man like yeah there's there's so much abundance like for yeah yeah the every like i think that everybody can have their yeah. cake, but like under this yeah what you're talking exactly about, like that, they that can't be done because like, they yeah. keep wanting the same percentage of the cake yeah but uh that system and it's just because like inherently if suddenly everybody has an equal percentage of cake just by nature of that they don't have as much power as they used to and uh because they can't use their huge slice of the cake to influence how the rest of the slices are being used but uh uh in again we live in a post-industrial world yeah where you know, sure, the Lord has this much of the, uh, this much of the cake, but we pretty much, you know, live in a, not a bad time to, you know, be alive. You know, we literally the best ever. Yeah. We, we, we have, our shit, but yeah. Like, like it's super the internet. Is yeah. Like, like there, there's like, that's all I need to say. <laughs> exactly. Like it's super easy. I've never had to fucking worry if my family's going to make it through the winter. It's never been a concern. And for most, like, families in America, that isn't a concern. Admittedly, you know, that, you know, for people who live homeless or uh, live in, like, very low-income households or communities, like... Food stamps, man. Yeah, like... That, that's something that I was trying to hit on, too. I don't know if you, like, caught that. But, like, like that it... That, that certain, like, this that this species, like has to go like out of context this would sound really bad but this species has to like go through like this whole like different elaborate system to like get these kind of things to like get the help that they need and like it's fucked up like i was talking to my friend vita and she was just telling me about how like 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 basically like what i want for cows is like to for them to basically be able to do anything at any time but like for for this whatever it ends up being like they they basically have to go through like a whole different system to like get there and and that's something that like i had never taken into consideration like being like i don't know i it's just never something that had crossed my radar and if it did like i didn't have empathy for it because it's not something that i had to deal with but like that's that's real for a lot of people yeah and uh so 
with this like inequality that gets bred because <laughs> it's it's easy to see it as like you know yeah there are uh some groups and it's, a lot of it is outside of our country a lot of the stuff like there's i mean there's a lot of people in our country that capitalism is actively hurting and there's also a lot of people outside of it globally they yeah, globally that's hurting like fucking nestle like still just using slave labor <laughs> like just legitimately <laughs> like and uh like uh because of this this inherent exploitation that because like the only way to get you know this much no one no one in the world has earned a billion dollars jeff bezos did not earn one billion dollars you cannot convince me that anyone has contributed enough value to the world to and like has worked hard and like has worked hard enough that proportionally they should have this much money influence power all that i'm going on the record right now and saying that first person to ever do it, it gary vaynerchuk gonna be it <laughs> but the uh the issue is that uh this like exploitation that is inherently like you know fucking amazon workers are fucking like they they work in fucking awful conditions they like have like very little like sick leave you know they're expected like to not have bathroom breaks and stuff and all of that is to keep labor costs cheap so that he can maximize profit for shareholders himself for for all that and this uh this is bad but there's this here comes the lie everything is okay what you're doing by you know supporting x company you don't have to worry about how you know your uh yeah, basically Consum you're taken care of. Yeah, like, you don't have to worry about your consumption, because, you know, it's all behind the scenes, you know? You don't have to think about, uh, you know, whenever you get, like, you know, I'm not going to say I'm perfect, like, I have an iPhone, but, you know, I know that, like, some, like, child likely made it, who was being paid, you know, pennies on the hour. But, uh, and it seeps in, you know, outside of that, it seeps into, you know, to our own country, you know, because even here we still uh, have for certain groups to have the influence they have. There's a lot of groups that are exploited and a lot of it's seen through, you know, uh, uh, racism, sexism, just any any bigotry. But it's founded on a principle that there must be to appease this idea that, you know, things are not great people are not treated equally there's a lie that oh well they don't deserve to be treated equally there's a demonization there's of people of color man yeah and there's there's this demonization of groups that are affected by capitalism because people if they were to talk to them and look at them and like be like wow you're really getting like fucked over right now aren't you like the like this super isn't fair to you but if 
you know, they can say, oh, no, 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 they're not getting fucked over. It's just that, you know, these, they're, you know, they've made bad decisions or they're, you know, inherently violent or they, and it's not just like, uh, and it's not just like minorities too, like, um, there's most of the system is built on this, like, basically, like, we have an attachment to ease that, like, our, our, like, lives are pretty easy in the modern day. People are way too comfortable. Yeah, like, we have a lot of access to basics and entertainment, and that's not a bad thing. No, no, no. Like, but like people should people... have basics and entertainment. Yeah. But it can become the idea of bread and circuses. That as long as the peasants have bread and something to distract them, they're not going to overthrow. They're not going to, like, do anything to revolt. When is that from? Uh, it's fucking... I, I don't know what the quote's from. I can look it up really quick. I don't... Like, I don't remember hearing that, but, like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, I, I can play that into a lot of... But the... Why is my phone not... I can't unlock it. Is your case pushing your... Weird, it says it's charging. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? Unless that's just your back. No, it thinks it's charging. Oh, that's fucking weird. Restart in a sec. But uh, basically, the idea that it's bread is it's chosen for a reason because it's not just food; it's literally bread, you know, and it's you know low nutritional value. But you won't starve to death. You won't die. But you will be mal- malnourished. And in the modern day, we see that as like. There's a reason that, like, obesity is such a problem in America. They say it's because, like, we have, you know, we have an abundance of food, but we have an abundance of this quote-unquote bread. It's fast food restaurants. They're uh, very cheap, very high in calories, not high, not very high in nutritional value. <laughs> yeah, and, like... The, no nutritional Yeah, and, like, the issue is, like... If your family is like it's it's ex- it's expensive to eat healthy. Like it's it's just more expensive to not all the time, but frequently, like in communities that have that are you know stricken by higher poverty rates. And again, this is often black communities, minority communities. It and it's because of this like uh, demonization that you know there must be. Uh, there's the idea that like there must be in-groups that the law protects but does not bind and out-groups which the law binds but does not protect. And by putting up these walls, these dividers, these false uh, images of division between one person and another person, they can justify that in-group and out-group they can say sure 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 like you're the in-group and they're the out-group but it's okay because they don't deserve to be the in-group they don't deserve to and a lot of it you know sometimes it's nationalism like we look at people overseas and it's something happening way the fuck on the other side of the world and it's hard to even you know as humans sort of conceptualize how far away someone should be for you to care about them but 
that's a so that's like a super easy one that gets painted it's like oh well they're in another country it's not happening here what's the matter man and, I... and he, but in here you know it's not happening in these communities it's not happening to us it's not happening to and a lot of it where like racism comes in you know it's like it's okay that it's happening to their race because by putting up these dividing walls and saying well your race is inherently better so you deserve better and they don't deserve the same as you and that uh, like a lot of racism is like built off of that but like there's a reason that like also obesity is sort of like heavily looked down upon they say you know it's you know people made bad choices people made you know no one no one forced them to eat mcdonald's every day no but when you're in that situation when you're in a community where uh like high nutritional value but low calorie food is either you know not available like there's not going to be a you know like uh there's less likely to be like you know good locally grown like health food stores and stuff in like low-income communities it's more likely to be stuff that's cheap to put up and like cheap to maintain and so you get this bread and circuses and the circuses part we get this like an abundance of to keep the illusion up because there is a lot of entertainment out there now that's trying to wake people up that's trying to be socially aware so to dilute that there is a lot a lot a lot of low value very cheap to make very high profit entertainment that glorifies consumerism that glorifies you know the the stuff that's going on that encourages you know division and it feeds into all this different stuff like uh you know the, the prison system you know there's a lot of groups that are you know disproportionately affected and uh like the the war on drugs that's that's another part of it like even like lbj talked about it he said that, yeah that's what fed into the prison system yeah that's what filled it, filled it up like that yeah and like right now we're living in a time where uh like police brutality and like defunding police is sort of being talked about and people say they're like oh we can't defund the police we need poli yeah we do need the police like but the amount of money proportionally that is being spent on police departments if you're actually trying to help the community it doesn't need to be spent there what it should be spent on is because crime is the result of people not being able to like make it quote unquote legitimately like like, they their options their yeah their options have be are so limited around them that the only outlet to you know provide for themselves or do something is outside of what the law allows and that's not a bad thing necessarily you know so a lot of crime you know like you know like you know robbery I, i'm not going to condone it but like more like legality is not always a uh, perfect example of morality like just because something is illegal doesn't necessarily mean it's morally wrong and just because something is legal doesn't necessarily mean it's cool to do and all this uh, like fits in like when like marijuana started first being like heavily criminalized uh, 
like you know lbj said he said you know they knew they couldn't make it illegal to be black or to be jewish or to be anti-war like is heavily during the vietnam war that some of this stuff started going down he said but if we could demonize the drugs that are common in those in like the and those communities like and marijuana fucking if we're being real every goddamn community smokes marijuana like and also there's just there are like <laughs> there, there's like a whole video on how like pretty much every culture in the world has like one or two drugs that they gravitated towards and it's just it's just how it is like drugs are just like a part of human culture like they have been since the goddamn yeah, dawn man, of time fucking, like, man even fucking coffee's a drug dude yeah caffeine is and yeah and uh i mean it's it's just a stimulant <laughs> it's what it is and uh like people like to act like you know it's they don't think of it that way because we don't talk about co- coffee as a drug in that same kind of way mm-hmm. no but like caffeine is more like meth than marijuana is but marijuana is still like criminalized like it is yeah exactly and uh and you know, unlike uh, marijuana, you can die from a caffeine. <laughs> yeah, dude, you can fucking, die from too much caffeine. It's fucking crazy. Yo, I think it was Willie Nelson that said like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't, maybe I just made that up. No, I'm pretty sure though. Like the only way that like marijuana is gonna fucking kill you is if a fucking bale of it falls on you. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, like the sort of last part of the spoke that I want to talk about here is just the. Uh, one of the biggest things that uh, keeps people from speaking out of against the system is the is the fear of losing what they have, and that it comes in a bunch of different ways. Like if you're at the top, or like if you're at the top and you're in a position to change things, changing the system would mean you know maybe you don't have as much like power as you once did or like you know having to admit to yourself like it's the same way with um like because all this stuff not only is it hurting you know like people socioeconomically it's also you know destroying the world Mm -hmm. and uh like we there's like uh, like the world is just uh the climate is just not doing great we're in the middle of a very large mass extinction right now uh you know world is just becoming <laughs> less less and less habitable but and that's creating even more conflict this because as you know livable area goes down people are gonna what they're just gonna roll over and say ah it's okay i'm just you guys can be cool where you are i'm not gonna try to you know live somewhere i'll just i'll just die i guess i won't move somewhere where it's livable so Oh, sorry. I'll, and, let, uh, I'll let you go. And all the, uh, and so conflict rises out of that, and pretty much uh, another thing that, at least in America, like the system is built on, is like war is such a huge part of it. Like so much money is made off of war, and it really allows for, uh, like, just like. There's so there's I mean it's not a secret like the mil- people have been talking about the military industrial complex since you know fucking decades before I was born. It's not like a big secret that you know that like war makes money, 
but it's we're sort of approaching like sort of a Orwell 1984 like perpetual like we out of all the years America has existed we have only not been in a war for very few years <laughs> I don't know the exact number but we've been at war for a while and it's because it uh if there's a war going on it gives people it sort of feeds into it can help feed into certain like nationalistic ideals it gives the idea that you know we're us they're them we have an enemy that we need to fight and as soon as and it reinforces this idea of uh, like different in-groups and out-groups and honestly a lot of our wars are to plunder and to get like you know like the like after 9-11 we went and invaded some countries that weren't involved with 9-11 and uh pretty much for oil pretty much for oil and uh it uh just but uh, but outside the like the the military like i don't know it's just it's just a bunch of it's just a big web of things that like feed into each other and they're all part of it like the for-profit prison system the uh like there's a reason that the police are funded so much more than like education and stuff it's because if everyone's educated enough like if we actually put money into education because that would in fact reduce crime like you know education access to food medicine stuff people won't feel people don't need to do crime if they're just like if everything is okay there's no there's no impetus for it and that's you know sort of talking like kind of utopian right there that everything's perfect and no one does anything wrong but like but, what the like the questions that we need to ask are like what can we do to make like living better for us what can we do to pump the like to start pumping our own money into things that like actually make a difference and like what yeah. i was talking about with like art and charity and stuff like you said that there like there's so much art that is um that that's that's or not i i wouldn't call it art there's there's a lot of like visual fucking like movies and shit like you, you know what i'm talking about music yeah. movies that that is that it's easy to make and that it's it's like purely just for like uh, yeah like the things that you said but how like how can we take those things like also like there's there's art forms that are coming out that are that are really speaking truth and really trying to like make a difference like how can we turn that stuff into even more profit for well i wouldn't call it prop like money to go towards like like having the 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 essential resources that we need in our communities um it's 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 a bunch of things honestly like a lot of things need to change but at the basic level it's the decision uh, and i think this is like you touched on it at the end you asked like where do we want our money to go like you asked and that's the big thing because if you, if you are somebody at the top there has to be a decision to you know we have to like if you're jeff bezos and you suddenly have a change of heart and realize like oh i should like 
like if I want to do right by the people who work for me and like and a lot of the like shitty business practice that I've been doing like he would have to you know for him it's a for pretty much everybody that's above the median it's a sacrifice that has to be made like if you are if you're privileged like you or I it comes down to you know we realize you know, I don't want my money going towards the meat industry. I don't, I don't want to be wasting that much water. I don't want to be producing that much greenhouse gases. So you stop eating meat. Like that's like, that's like something someone can do, or, you know, you can, you know, realize, but it doesn't have to like necessarily just be like something like that. It's also, you know, you realize, Hey, I realize that I am in a community where you know, uh, inequality abounds. There's a lot of homelessness. I am a fully capable person. I can go, I can go volunteer to homeless shelter. So there's sort of like acts like that, but that's sacrificing your time, you know? So like, how can we and, like, uh, but the people below, like the people at the bottom of the ladder who are aspiring to climb, what they have to lose is like when they speak out, they're at risk of being like stomped on by, by the system, you know? And so there's this, and it's the same at the top. Like there's this fear that like, Oh, you know, I have it pretty good right now. If I speak out, things might, things might change because people are very, I mean, it's just the way people are. People are very risk averse, very loss averse. People don't want to do something that they feel like might lose them the, like there's a study like for like it for like a coin flip yeah they're like how much like i'm gonna flip a coin if it's tails you lose a dollar if it's heads you gain a dollar or something like that and they sort of surveyed a bunch of people and they're like how much money do you have to gain versus how much money do you have to lose for you to take that chance and basically like they for most i don't know what the exact like ratio is i think it's like two and a half or maybe it's even like four times as much but they have to be able to like gain this many times more than they could possibly lose by doing this action and so when people see that you know if i do this i stand to lose a lot and while other people will do better for this I personally am not going to be gaining a lot out of this. And so I, basically it's, there's a, it's a lot of cutting back, but it's also choosing to sort of boycott like in the same way that like you and I, like you're vegan. I'm currently in the transition to veganism. Uh, like we've made the decision to like essentially boycott like industries like that. I also fucking do not, buy anything made by nestle and like but like choosing where you want your money to go mm-hmm. and supporting you know community initiatives green initiatives uh like uh like community-based uh like you know shopping locally uh supporting you know minority business owners it's using what you can to lift to lift people up and not 
and just not give it to like taking money from the system that is like causing the issues because in in the world right now i mean money just money speaks businesses will not do something if it isn't profitable they just won't unless you're a nonprofit and you're trying to help people but like you know someone who's you know selling x unless they're really passionate that x is going to change the world like if it's just like a commodity like no one's going to sell like if you're selling shoes like a certain brand of shoes and just no one's buying them you're just not going to keep making them mm-hmm. like they're just they're just not going to it's like the law of supply and demand and so, like, I don't know. There's a lot of things we can do to change it, but I, I think at the end, it's uh, definitely a conscious decision of, like, you ask, like, where do you want your money to go? Yeah, I, I, I think that we need to like start conversations and to have real discussions, because like, like that's that's how all this shit is. It's like word of mouth, and like whenever somebody doesn't agree with you, if you know, man, some people are pretty closed off, but I know that like the people like that, they got a lot of pain inside them. They're not, they're not letting out. And if we can start like cracking, like all these, like, like really start tackling the right kind of questions and like asking the right kind of questions that we, like, I think overall will benefit in a, a fucking, I don't know, a lot of ways. And also like attaching so like there there's already organizations that are set up like trying to do good and i think that a way to like and like and of course there's always going to be more but like i think that if we attach like that if we can attach those kind of organizations that already exist to art and like resources that are already being made like like to even even if it's like small percentages like like one percent three percent five percent of like sales of this product um of this like however it is like series of fucking things categories like like if we can do that then like that's i just think that that's really powerful yeah like yeah that's yeah and I, i really think like for us like I grew up, uh, you know this, I, I grew up in the in the Catholic Church, and I don't believe a lot of the uh, theology of it anymore, but I mean, as with every religion, there's a lot of, a lot of different, like, truth in there, mm-hmm. and one of the things they, we grew up with was, uh, there was always um, time, talent, and treasure. It was, it was like, those are the things that uh, you can do to help whether it's in a church in a community anything you know like i said earlier like you know you can volunteer at a like at a homeless shelter or you can you know go to a protest you can you know you can uh that's you know lending time to something there's uh talent you know like we've been talking about all these phenomenal like aside from some uh, sort of entertainment drivel, there is, you know, legitimately a lot of really good shows, movies, songs, art with great messages that are trying to help. 
those people for people who have lent their talent, lent their voice. Absolutely. But it, that's also, I mean, it's time too because it's yeah, so there's guess, a lot of overlap. But then you know, there's also treasure. You know, where do you want your money to go? And these three things are like, uh, I don't know if there's a, we always just call them the three T's, but it's sort of like asking what value can you add to the world? Mm-hmm. What value can you... What, what were the three again? Time, talent, and treasure. Like you could volunteer, you could... Yeah, uh, yeah that makes a lot of sense. So it's like finding yeah, finding like, which one works best for you. Yeah, and, and then you don't... And again, they... they, they talk about it a lot they're like hey like not everybody has the money to give that's okay you know if if you're in a position where you know you need that money that's okay and you know sometimes you know it's not necessarily terrible to like you know morally i don't want to get into like philosophy here but like you shouldn't be expected to just keep giving and keep nothing for yourself, you know? Like, you know, should everybody in the world donate a kidney? Like, to some people, that's, that's you know, that's too far. That's that's giving too much. Like, I'm not going to go into surgery for, you know, some some person I don't know. And, you know, for a lot of people, they're not going to, they'll say, you know, you know, sure, I'll, I'll donate to this, but, like, I'm not going to, you know, sleep on a rug on the floor and have no comforts to speak of just uh and so you know it's it's okay to you know have things for yourself but it the, but the, the point is like you know if you don't have the money to spend you know there's other places you can you can help mm-hmm. and, you know again that's you know you can spend your time helping you know volunteering uh you know going to marches protests stuff like that uh just you know spending taking the time of day to you know help other people and and of course uh talent you know using what gift passion you have to uh like put it out there and like help change things yeah that's i like um i don't know what that would be called that I don't know. I, like I saw it as like a graph or like as like the like the three teeth things, like yeah. the the triangle and shit. Um, I really like that, and I think that like for each one of those, well, like for for like the money thing, like like some people can't like give like extra money than what they're already doing. Like just like a lot of people are living like paycheck paycheck yeah, to paycheck like right something now. Something like seventy percent of people in America, like it was revealed, like. COVID sucks. Like it's it's really unfortunate. It's a pandemic. It's gonna be a while for a vaccine to come out. Uh, people are learning to deal with it in different ways. But sort of some of the positive sides of it is it it's sort of to to a lot of people who weren't aware of some of the uh, some of the flaws in the system. It's sort of it sort of acted as a highlighter, like pointing out like, hey, you know we're we're you know really underfunded in like uh like community like medicine like there's so much money going to x but like we don't have the funding to like keep people healthy informed safe all that you know it's but it also revealed like something like close to 70 percent of americans are living paycheck to paycheck that's fucking crazy 
that's and i know that like all over the world there's a there's a lot worse things but like that's what's going on here and it's still not great um the the question or like the answer whatever it is that i'm trying to get across is like i want to like it 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 needs to be done it's being done in some places but like it needs to be done more and this is something that i want to do and i think it's something that you want to do too and i think that it's something that we can do together with our our boat like whether it be time talent or fucking money like whatever it is like we we both have talent to offer and right now we're we're loaning our time to it but like to take things that people are already buying things that are that that people buy that come from like basically the the funnel thing in there you know what i'm talking about and and so so like um basically taps like has like everything and and it all funnels to to one like lump sum of capital yeah. I'll put it. Um, and, and the question is, like, how do we take the things that 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 is already like having in stores and stuff and make it to where we put the same things that actually give back to our community in that same thing? But so like the problem is that we're trying to fit that into the system that's already working instead of doing it amongst ourselves in in a fucking where is it at? Localized economy is what I like, basically what I called it in there. But it's like, it's just, it's letting things flow as needed without like having all of these. And I'm not saying that having money is bad. Like, like fucking money is, is so wonderful. And it allows us to like bring like so many things into the world that are, that are good. And we, we can use it as bad. We can talk about it as bad, but like, really it's like god it's like the first fucking episode of midnight gospel where he's like there is no bad drug and in in whatever context that can sound weird but like he was saying that it's just it's the circumstance under which somebody is using it you know if if you're going into like some kind of surgery or something you're probably going to want something for pain but like so in that context it's really good but like if you're like just off on your own like doing your own thing and like taking a bunch of this stuff and like mixing it and like like that's that's not that's not great so basically what i just wanted to say with that is like it's possible to for us to create our own things that we get to the community in a sustainable way that provides value for everybody in some sort of way with love and kindness and that's yeah and yeah that's what it is man and i i think the big thing is the is that it's not always i say not always it's frequently harder to do it that way and that's but that's what we need to get people like sort of into the headspace of like again like you're at the store and you see, you know, you know, you got your, you know, run of the mill. You're like, oh, you know, here's this thing. It's, it's, you know, whatever it is, it's $5, you know, just $5 thing that you want. And then, you know, two shelves over is the same thing, but they, uh, you know, they, they 
pay their workers well. It's, you know, uh, like locally grown, not done in like, uh, or I don't know, just whatever it is, you know, whether it's, you know, better working conditions, whether it's, you know, better environmental, like it's better, like it's better for the environment, you know, it's maybe this one's made of hundred percent recycled material or something, you know, maybe X amount of the proceeds go to this. And, uh, sometimes it's more expensive to, to buy that. But, and, uh, but that's... That's only a problem in, in the, the model that's set up. Yeah, That exactly. people don't have enough resources to do that. But, dude, if people are fucking taken care of, then that's not, that's yeah, not exactly. a fucking that, problem. That, and also, that's another thing where, like, people with, uh, like, treasure, like, that's, that's a way, like, it doesn't always have to be like, oh, I donated this much to this charity. It can just come down to, like better day-to-day shopping for stuff yeah and uh being aware of where your dollar's going yeah exactly and like honestly i I was pretty excited like the i started going uh I, i stopped eating meat at a pretty pretty good time when i first stopped eating meat i uh pretty much told myself like there's no need to get like a meat substitute because most of them sucked at the time i was like i was like don't get vegetables they're pretending to de- to eat meat just eat the vegetables there's a, th- a billion good ways to cook them yeah there's a million like so many good ways to cook vegetables like and, uh, i i have seen some products like a lot of those products use like god dude like some of the impossible shit like they've got some bad stuff in that like, but like some, like some of them are, are just some like a just, lot of like yeah, wheat some, and stuff. Nothing that's yeah, really. So a lot of it was like, uh, had a lot of like, um, like kidney bean. Or yeah. Like pinto bean based, like a lot of bean based stuff. There are, based stuff. there are some of them that have like, yeah. like good ingredients that, yeah, some, some of it's pretty cool. Yeah. And like we're, yeah. But yeah. Like when I first like stopped eating meat, like. There just wasn't that much stuff on the market. No, it's like, crazy, like, how like, much that stuff's... Yeah, and it just... I feel like over the past, like, just a few years, it's it just, just exploded. exploded. Yeah. yeah. And I was reading an article today, like, they were saying our goal is within... I can't remember which, uh, like, company it was, but he was saying, like, the goal of, uh, like, sort of replacement meats as a whole, like, we're getting to the point where the taste is pretty fucking close, and it's getting... And very soon, it will be cheaper to make than meat by a significant margin. Yeah, dude, it's like and there's, by, by, dude, it's got to be yeah. by so much. And there's so say, fucking much, dude. So many resources. Yeah, dude, and that's like. And they're saying like within they're like our goal is it is within the next like fifteen years to just make the current meat industry obsolete, which would be a huge step huge step for the planet man for i mean for for a lot of things like however like whatever kind of morality you want to play into like like people have different opinions on like you know animals lives mattering as much and like shit like that there's always going to be stuff like that that's up in the air but man i'll admit uh, that that's one of the things like the treatment of animals was not really on my mind when I stopped eating meat, 
but it, I mean, we definitely do like treat a lot of animals really shitty. Yeah. And that's it's sort of it's sort of weird because like I'm I'm starting to like I know it's bad and I don't want to support it, and but I don't know like growing up the like in the culture like it's sort of hard to really feel how bad it is i don't know it's hard to explain like you when you don't go- see where your trash goes you don't see where your food comes yeah. from you don't see how your food is processed and if you do you hear like people hear about it and they don't want to watch it they don't want to see they want to live in that man that's why yeah. the fucking dude the matrix was fucking wild yeah the matrix is a great movie but like so like really that's that's what it is like but i definitely think that like People always ask, like, you know, what's going to be the next, like, social issue that's going to get tackled? Like, uh... Whatever we're doing now. Like, the civil rights movement was, you know, was big. You know, the, uh, LGBT movement is... Started, like, not too much longer after, but it's, uh... It's sort of in the spotlight right now. Uh... I say in the spotlight, but it, it just it just feels more modern and i'm not going to say the civil rights issue has been solved like there's still like a lot of uh racial inequality but i really think that like future generations are going to look back at the way we treat animals and be like what the fuck yeah yeah these it's, well it's, it's like it's like looking at us like the way that people used to be treated like like looking back like people used to have their fucking like like bodies cut open like heart ripped out while they're fucking still alive like yeah. blood being dr- like like fucking crazy shit like women being drowned for like for yeah. like being pregnant without being married like while they're fucking alive like cr- fucking yeah. st- crazy shit like they're like oh like oh you're not christian <laughs> there, anyone there's... got a fire <laughs> throw this heathen on yeah and all just crazy, crazy shit. And, like, this, the fucking... Oh, my... And, like, you know, this country was, you know, built on a genocide. Like, that's how we kicked it off. Was Yeah, there's... There's still a lot of, like, undealt with stuff with that. And, it like... Like, it, we really need to talk about it. Like, this is yeah. the kind of stuff that happens whenever Yo. you don't address your history. Like, yeah. we need to fucking... It's a crazy I, I'm not saying I know all the answers, dude, because, like... There's a, like, like, how do you fucking repay people for, like, all the fucking tragedy that you've caused them? I, yeah, that's something but, that I've fucking thought about and battled. It's like, I, it, I don't have the fucking answers for that. Yeah, but at the, but at the very least, it's something that needs to be discussed. And that, there's so yeah, many people absolutely. who have this view of, like, you know, like, you know, slavery ended, you know, nah, Lincoln, bro, you know, Lincoln just, ended slavery this long ago. How are you people still, how are people still upset about it? And it's like, uh... It's like, just changed so, forms. Like nine eleven, yeah. Like, we just have this understanding that nine eleven sort of changed the consciousness of America. Like people were suddenly. That's something that people like. People were suddenly much more aware of, um, you know, safety and stuff. And like, even now, we're still in this. Like, there was so much, like. Islamophobia already existed before 9-11, but afterwards, oh my lord, it was rampant. Like, I remember growing up, like, I was in, like, kindergarten when it happened, but I remember just, like, this period between, like, kindergarten and, like, fourth grade, where you just, like, heard about, like, 
just like this, this there was just this demonization of uh like Muslims and like like looking back on it, I'm like holy shit like that was insane and like we're still like so much of like the changes of the country I mean it's still being felt today and that in 9-11 was a day and so to for people to understand that 9-11 still has lasting effects now imagine like 200 years of like subjugation slavery like abuse and then like even the civil rights movement like still like you know people still you know getting you know not allowed to but it's like like, that kind of like that like how could those effects not be felt today (laughs) like how could that well no like it's it's there's been like a lot of research that like that kind of trauma like is transferred through fucking dna like people are still experiencing this shit but like it's it's not that that stuff even ended like it just it got legalized in different ways like that's that's how a lot of this shit like like you look around we talked about the prison system we talked about like like um uh fucking the the drug the war on drugs and like like fueling and flooding like that kind of thing like a lot of people are making money on it but like it's and those people are like making things for like nothing and it's just like a way to that that it's it's changed over the years and that we're like still not addressing and like before that like all this guns and shit like there used to be guards that were assigned to like make sure that slaves didn't run away and that's why they were fucking weaponized like that and over time it's just like it's changed but like it's it's still the same thing that's going on it's just in different ways and like i i think that like you were exactly right whenever you said like we need to have the conversations like we we need to at least like start bringing this stuff up and like like we can't keep suppressing it because like it's our fucking history and whenever you're doing that like it it just allows it to live on yeah and it's like uh i don't know the other like the other part of it is uh this idea of uh like a big reason we don't talk about a lot of that stuff is this idea of uh american exceptionalism which is the idea that like it, it plays into this idea that uh like i said earlier you know Whatever you're doing is okay. It's all fine. You're in the right with what you're doing. And a big part of his uh, American exceptionalism is the idea that, like, whatever war or thing that America's done, like, they were just in doing it. Like, because, you know, we are the force for democracy and good in the world. Because we're doing it, it must be the right thing to do. And if you go and look back and point out all the fucked up things we do... It immediately breaks that illusion that, you know, all the stuff we've done is good. Like, you know, we, there's this big reverence for, uh, like, you know, you know, maybe colonial times and, uh, like, you know, the founding fathers and all that. And I'm not going to say that, you know, for their time period, you know, some of those guys were not very forward thinking, but, you know, a lot of them. But we have to address, you know, the, uh, like, the flaws. You can't just look at... I'm not going to say that, you know, you know, all the bad shit that people may have done should completely negate, you know, the good things they did. Like, the good doesn't erase the bad, the bad doesn't erase the good. But we can't just look at history through just this one, 
like lens of oh because it turned out okay for us it must have been cool must have been all right like well, do you remember how... in like i remember in grade school like we had to write essays on columbus day about like how fucking rad columbus was yeah dude, <laughs> that's just fucking crazy and i'm just like i'm like fucking crazy and like then you like you get to and it's super just insane like oh my lord dude like like i'm i'm ah oh, god dude it's like do you ever think like this m- must have been what it was like like growing up in germany uh, a, a while back like like learning i'm not comparing it like directly to but i'm saying like in in the sense that like we we see we're we're taught that certain leaders so to say were like great people and and we we're taught one side of it but yeah like and growing up like that's what you believe because that's what you were taught and like yeah. there was never anybody to like, to, like tell us otherwise yeah. yeah yeah i uh you you brought up germany uh post world war 2 uh germany i mean really they like modern germany like so much of their educate they they have such a their, their, like their history they have you know museums of like the atrocities that happened and it's and it's not like glorifying it it's saying you know hey like we and they make these educating to prevent. yeah and they yeah exactly they educate people in germany so much they're like hey like these are the signs of like we know the signs of like what it looks like when a country starts going down this path and like so we have to stay informed and you know be able to be able to stop it statues of like slave owners and shit like a lot of that stuff being taken down now like a lot of people that were like raging on the war and like profiting on slave labor and stuff like that uh people are kind of like it i i feel like it's the same thing whereas like like i think it's super healthy that they're educated like that on the, their history yeah. and like it like it's it's a public like knowledge of it but like i think that things like that like we need to have those kind of things too like like the people and it it's scary to think about for a lot of people but like it's it's real and we just got to face this shit and yeah. it's yeah like 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 going into a museum and seeing like like a fucking statue of like uh somebody that was like a, a mass genocide type shit like with fucking graffiti all over it and like half broken from being like taken down yeah. like, like that shit like needs to be in a museum that shit's yeah. fucking real there's a lot of people uh, in the United States who have this opinion that like we shouldn't take down these confederate statues cause like we, we need to know our history we need to you know it's part of our heritage and take them down just take them down First off, it's not the same kind of thing. It's like it's like so it, yeah, it's it so different history, than but you're celebrating the, like yeah, it's, it's, it's so, the wrong side of it, man. Yeah. It's the wrong side of history. Exactly. It's like it's it's like yes, people need to know the history of what happened, but do it you know educate people in the schools and like have you know sort of in a similar way that Germany has like you know more not these like celebratory look what a great man this guy was and. You know, he fought for what he believed in, and he, and you know, no, maybe it wasn't, he didn't win, he wasn't right, but, oh, you know, it was, it was a different time, and, no, 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 we need to, 
you know, have that more sort of somber, more, you know, like the Auschwitz Museum, like that shit is, I mean, harrowing to like, you know, walk through, be in, to, to like really see. There in D.C. Yeah, uh, in in Auschwitz, like in the actual concentration camp, like there's, oh, yeah. like to, to be there, you know, to be in the space where it happened, you know, to have all these, you know, like educational things, you know, this is where, you know, X atrocity occurred. Have have museums more like that saying, you know, and, you know, and, you know, talk about the, the wars and stuff, but do not, like fucking Germany doesn't have like statues of Hitler around like, like being. Well, we got to celebrate our fucking history. Like, Jesus, this is part of. Christ. They're like, you know, it's you know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't right, but it's just part of our heritage. First off, it's not part of your heritage. The Confederacy lasted less time than Heinz's Shrek green ketchup. Bro, it's, you can like literally it Bro, did not last. I fucking as remember long. that shit. Yeah, Jesus, that lasted longer than the entire confederacy did <laughs> like it was so long ago bro like yeah like god dude i fucking remember that i remember looking in the fridge and like looking at the expiration date sometime and it was like way past <laughs> due and it was it, but it was green so i was like i don't know if this is good or bad i think i ended up throwing it away because it was i don't know but yeah i fucking remember that shit bro god going into the store and seeing green fucking ketchup <laughs> are you kidding me that shit was crazy <laughs> Oh man, that <laughs> <laughs> was wild, man. <laughs> oh god, I'm glad that you said that. But uh, yeah, yeah, like addressing history. But uh fuck, man, I don't know. That while does. while we're uh, like while we're talking, do you want to go ahead and uh, do like that the the just couple questions that I wanted to ask for the. Uh, the video? Yeah, let's do it. Right on. Um, so the, um, the, the, the change between like going from high school to going into the real world, whether you're going to like work or whether you're going to college to, to do your thing. Um, what what advice would you give somebody that's that's coming out of that 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 doesn't know what they want to do but they uh yeah yeah that's that's where they're at for someone who doesn't necessarily know what they want to do i'd say uh the big thing is to don't feel like you need to know right now at this exact moment you still have a lot of life left in you. And as long as you aren't forcing yourself to live up to some perceived expectation that you think people have of you, as long as you're whatever you're doing is because you want to do it, you'll uh think you'll find your path. And anytime you know, I, I, I've switched majors a few times. Uh, if you realize that, you know, perhaps what you thought you wanted to do doesn't end up being what you wanted to do, don't feel this pressure to stay in something that you're not interested in. Because, you know, a lot of people see it as, you know, well, I'm already 
you know, I already took, you know, all these classes or I'm already, you know, this far into it. Imagine forcing yourself to do something that you just have no passion for for your entire life. It's that, that, that it's not worth it. It's much more it's it's in your best interest to do what makes you happy. You you kind of stumbled onto something there. Um that that I'd like to kind of address. What what would you say to people who's like whose parents are like for example like a lot of like asian cultures uh their parents and even a lot here but like especially there um but like what what would you say to somebody whose parents are like really hard on them like going in like this certain direction like somebody somebody that you really care about is like pushing you to go down a certain path that's a that's a challenging one. It's uh it's something I've not had to in, encounter in in my own life. But I I think it uh takes uh probably some bravery and some honesty. Uh, uh a discussion with the people who are putting these expectations on you, you know, and and a discussion of, you know, if it's not what you want to do, it's 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 not their life it's your life and if somebody's pressuring you to do something that you are not interested in or don't want to do i think you, they're a discussion as to your career that you have to and i'm i'm not going to say it's easy it takes a lot of a lot of bravery to uh confront someone like that especially if they're your parents you know that's a like if, if your own parent is putting that on you, that's uh, that can be a strenuous situation. But uh, I, I really think that a a frank discussion of what your goals are and what you want out of life is uh is necessary to to you know tell them that you know you know you want me to do X, but you know this that's not me. You know you have to be true to yourself. What advice would you give somebody that's that's trying to find their process that that is is already on the journey to like they know that like they have some sort of passion in them but they they aren't exactly sure what it is um Yeah, yeah, so like what advice would you give somebody to that's that's trying to find their thing or or trying to find like what matters to them? I'd say, uh, you know, whether you're, you know, leaving high school to pursue, you know, college education or you're, you know, or if you don't plan to go to college, whatever you plan on doing in life, they, just because you've graduated or even after you've graduated college, never assume that you will stop learning always strive to learn more and when you're trying to you know find a new process when you're trying to find your process or trying to find what you want to do just branch out 
try, you know, if, if it's a process, you know, try a, a million different ways of approaching something. And in truth, most of them won't work. Most of them, if it's something you want to do, if you try a bunch of things, chances are you're not going to like everything you do. But you will not know until you try. So just keep trying new things, keep learning, keep getting new experiences. But stagnation in, in your life will not be beneficial. To stay in one place and expect the answers to just arrive. In my experience, that's never happened. I had something... Oh! Um, that's... Get there for me. That's... Um... So, like, in art, whenever I'm creating, whether it be this book or, like, a drawing, and I'm, I'm sure that you, like can relate similarly as an artist or like the, the fucking shoe project that we did like whatever it is I whenever I like I I do things whether it be like all of those like looking at it as in like all of those combined as like me trying different things or as like in a single project me going through and like like writing for example if I didn't write every day like I do or like spend so much time on it, I like there, there's fucking 90 percent of it like I don't even like end up using. But like if it weren't for me going through like all of that 90 percent in in the cracks of all of that, I, I wouldn't have found the 10 percent that I was able to like really take with me. And I, I think that that's similar to what you're saying with like like experiment and, and don't be afraid to to mess up and yeah because because really if if you don't try all that stuff you're you're probably not going to find what you're actually looking for because if if you're if your only goal is to get what you're looking for then you're you've already lost you have to with whatever it is that you're doing as with all things to improve at something it takes a lot a lot of practice you know i'm i'm sure people have said it to you they say oh you know you're you're a natural you're such a great artist you have uh, you know you make it look so easy yeah, i could and, never do that and Just... yeah and what they don't see is the <laughs> is the notebooks and notebooks and notebooks <laughs> of of drawings that you and i have like i i assume you have it too like just like if I were to, you know, dig up every drawing I'd ever done in my life, it would be a, it would be a lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a lot. And people are like, "Oh my gosh, it's a gift." And I'm like, "No, I sucked at this for a significant period of my life." <laughs> and uh but I liked doing it. It was interesting to me. And yeah. so, I'd say if you can find something that you enjoy to you enjoy practicing doing, you'll probably enjoy actually doing it too. Because, I mean, the practice is actually doing it. But, uh, you know, if you can find something that you can enjoy the practicing and getting better at doing, then you will... They, they People say it all the time, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. If you can find something that you enjoy the practice of just for the sake of doing it, then 
you will probably, if you keep practicing it and you actually enjoy it that much, you'll probably, without realizing it, get very good at it, get very proficient. I don't recall who said it, but they said 10,000 hours in anything makes you an expert in it. And if there is a way to profit off of whatever it is you enjoy practicing, then you should do that. And should that thing cease to bring you joy, then, like I said, it's never too late to make a change in your life. I know a lot of people who, uh, like I had a, uh, uh, one of, it was a teacher I had in high school. She worked a lot of her life on, uh, she was a mathematician for, uh, oil rigs. Uh, she was, and like, she was, a and like mining engineers and stuff. And she, you know, made a lot of money doing that, but it, it wasn't interesting to her. She really loved the beauty of, uh, I mean, she just loved math. I mean, oh my Lord, <laughs> she had such a passion for it. She has this, uh, she would always tell us, she said, certain equations to her would have a beauty to them that, like, other people would see in, like, a, a work of art. Mm -hmm. And she really just put so much passion in trying to communicate that to her students. And she worked, uh, and, like, she just switched her, uh, switched her career. And, you know, she said it was, you know, it was a, a big change, and she was... It, it, you know, I mean, she was already qualified for it at the time because she, you know, had a degree in mathematics. But on the flip side, I know uh, I know another uh, person in my family who was uh, not in my family. He's a he was a, a coworker of my cousin, but he worked a lot, a lot, a lot of his life on a. Uh, uh, he, oh crap. Yeah, he was a veterinarian for a significant period of his life. And once he was in his late 50s, he just quit and started and just completely changed paths. And I, some people might call it retirement, but I mean, he really just wanted to make his profession his you know, passion life to be art and he had no experience in it, but he, you know, chased that goal after, after the fact and, uh, you know, is now a moderately successful local artist. And it's, it's just never too late to, you know, do what you love. And if do, if what you love changes, you can change too. Yeah. The fucking changes. Like, like so many people get caught up in the mindset that like, oh, I've like spent so much time on this. If I just did it like threw it away now, then it would just be for nothing. But like out of that, you got experience, you got like connections, like whatever it is that you got out of it. Like, like, fuck, if, if anything else, you learned that like you don't like to do that. And I th I think it's just it's insane to me that people get, like 
get get so caught up in that that or like if if they're afraid of other people's opinions like if if you don't want to change what you're doing if you hate it but you're doing it because like other people want you to do it or because people have an expectation of you or because like people will judge you if you do something else like what you really like to do like fuck all that like it's it, it's it's so important to do something that that you enjoy the process of doing something that that you can like whether like your moods are always going to change and stuff but like it's just it's so important that like whether you're you're 16 18 51 82 100 and fucking 12 like <laughs> whatever it is like it's just it's so important that that you're doing what you love and that you don't like you said like like stagnate like you you yeah that there's there's not a lot of good that comes out of that and it's just really important to to feel like you're happy i think that everybody yeah. deserves that um i don't i don't know that i really need much more for the like the video i i'll probably i'll take like a bunch of different segments of that and uh along with other interviews that I'm doing with people and honestly like graduations in two days and I uh, haven't started on putting it all together but I'm doing interviews and I don't know man I'm just gonna let the process go but all right. is there anything else that you want to say about like the the thing that we're doing or uh, I guess like while we're still recording like anything else that you you wanted to add on this yeah, um, I will, I will, uh, graduating from, from high school, a lot of people are going to be going out sort of on their own for, uh, sort of, sort of more their own people for the first time in their lives. A lot of people are going to be, you know, living away from, away from their family for the first time in their life. And it's, it's very easy to it is a very uh a very good thing to you know live away from your family find out who you are outside of that and uh experience a lot of new things but at the on the flip side take care of yourself always remember treat your body like the child that it is and Treat yourself gently. Treat yourself... Your health, your mental health, they are so important. And treating yourself uh, like... You know, like a mother would treat her child is very important. You know, don't tell yourself, you know, I'm fine, I don't need to sleep. Don't tell yourself, you know, I'm fine, I don't need to don't need to eat imagine you're taking care of a child and that child is your body make sure it's okay what would you do to somebody that feels hopeless hopeless in that they'll not find what they like to do or that things are bad or that you know everything's miserable just people that feel hopeless what, what would you say Uh, that's another challenging one. Hopelessness is 
it's, it can be overwhelming. Uh, depression can be overwhelming. But, uh, oh, that's hard. Everyone's kind of different, you know? What do you do whenever you, like, if, if you feel hopeless? Like, what's something that helps you get through that? Not just, like, one thing, but, like, like what, whether it be, like, your diet or, like, the people that you surround yourself with, what you're listening to, like, like what, what's something that in your life helps you? I, I've talked about this a bit with you, but um, the idea of diversifying your interests, diversifying what your goals are. Be, don't just be somebody who's, you know, into your profession. Because as with all skills, as with all things, there's going to be plateaus. There's going to be times in your improvement where you know maybe you feel like you're not getting anywhere there's gonna be times when you're looking for what it is you should be doing with your life where it feels like you know i just haven't figured it out i just i'm not seeing improvement and it's easy to get down on yourself when that is the only thing you're defining yourself by mm-hmm. but uh you know like for me i like to work on you know exercise on fitness and I like to work on, you know, my passions and also hobbies. You know, I, you know, I, I spend a lot of time, you know, gener- you know, genuinely trying to improve at hobbies, genuinely trying to improve at passions, genuinely trying to just learn new things. And when you see at once on one side, you know, maybe this is not going as well. Maybe this skill that I'm developing is plateauing. Maybe this part of my life feels like, you know, it's, it feels like all my efforts for nothing. You have other parts of your life that can help lift you up. And a lot of that is, uh, you know, the people you surround yourself with, the people you talk to. And I know it's, uh, it's a very stressful time to be young when, uh, you know, the future of, uh, the planet is, it's, it's shaky. It's, uh, it can be, it can be stressful to think about the, the challenges that you're going to be facing young people, you know, 40, 50 years down the road. It can be easy to feel like, uh, and it can, I've definitely fallen into sort of a feeling of hopelessness or despair on those fronts. But I would say the, best thing you can do is is to try I suppose to to never give up and to not listen to the people that are dragging you down because they're all dealing with their own stuff and they're just they're fuck what's the word um, like taking something out and of themselves and projecting it onto you they're projecting their their fears and insecurities and stuff like that that 
that they deal with onto you. And it's, it's important to persist in life to do what makes you happy and to, to keep looking for those kind of things. Like even if, even with those kind of people around you, like you, you got to shove positivity into your ears. You got to listen to people that are saying the things that you want to do or the, the, the things that you believe and yeah, I think it, it's just, it's really important to find people that you connect to. I've spent a lot of time feeling like really alone and really hopeless too. And something that like, like in those times, it can be easy to think that like, like there's just no hope for the the world. Like it's so easy to get caught up in all the bad, but that it's, it's all, it's all on you. It's, it's on your perspective because like, that's, that's the only thing that that's the difference between good and bad. It's perspective. Faith is what you make it. And alongside that, never be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, that's a big one. Nobody, nobody can do it all on their own. Every great thing that's ever happened, every great change, it's, it's never just one person. And it's the same in life. You're not expected to do everything all by yourself. Any sense of pride or some sense of rugged individualism that you feel you need to preserve Asking for help is not a weakness. It's a necessary strength. Mm -hmm. Admitting where, you know, you need help. Mm -hmm. And ideally, if you've surrounded yourself with the right kind of people, they'll be more than happy to lend a hand. There's always somebody that cares. There's, for, for the people that that feel like they don't have somebody in their life that cares, that don't have somebody in life that, that sees them, that really hears them, that feels them. It's it's so important that you know that you matter and that there are people and that you you don't have to like like I'll just say this now, like suicide is not the option for for any of that shit. Or like like that just transfers the pain from you to somebody else. Um like drugs and shit like that. It it numbs it in the the short term but in the long term it's it's not somewhere you want to go to deal with your problems like there and around here especially man it can be really hard to like get in front of the right kind of help like like if you're looking into the system to try to like like seek for professionals that like deal with whatever it is that you're dealing with like it it can be hard to get in front of them and and especially right now it can take like a while to do that yeah. and like man just persist and, and keep on putting positivity in your ears and, and know that there's people that care man I fucking care about everybody that, that may not hear this or like the, the some of the people that do if I even fucking use any like like this conversation I'm probably not going to use this right here <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> no but like like really like like I, I really care about people and and I don't want people to feel like that and that's that's why I think it's so important to build this community of of people that love and care for each other and nurture each other so that so that 
we know and we feel like we like like we matter and like we have the the kind of things that we need in order to to just live as is a as a basic human being that's all I want to say I don't even, it, it escaped me it's never coming back <laughs> here, oh here's my message skate fast eat ass <laughs> man oh fuck Sarah would shit her pants if I put that in there <laughs> nah maybe she'd laugh I don't know I don't know I haven't got a, got a good read on her ah <laughs> oh, fuck skate fast neat ass boys man um yeah so I guess that's that feels like the natural conclusion of this recording you uh you talked on despair a little bit and I, I just uh had a quote from uh one of the wisest sources of knowledge that I know of uh Uncle Iroh sometimes life can feel like a dark tunnel and it feels like you can't see the end but if you just keep moving you will find yourself in a better place it was one of the wisest fish of the sea that said just keep swimming just keep swimming there's actually a lot of parallels between that they're also in like an abyssal setting that's interesting very dark wow <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> well in well in finding nemo well i mean yeah. yeah man i can't tell you how fucking excited i am to like i i'm i'm getting antsy like i i kind of want to like get up and start doing stuff again if you're yeah, I'm down, with down with it but i will say this like I think about the fish story a lot, big fish, and I've I've really had to restrict myself from doing anything like any kind of too much thought or like work into it and, because I know that that there's a certain time for that, but right now like this is oh um also just I guess one last question do you do you feel like that as a satirical rhetoric like in in our style that that we're kind of creating do you feel like i guess it doesn't matter to the the question i'm asking doesn't matter because i don't necessarily care if you feel like it can make a difference only in the sense that i'm confident in myself and what i'm doing that i I have to wholeheartedly believe that it can make a difference, but is like, is this something that you as like, as a creator, as an artist, like as a consumer, like something that you find interesting or like something that you would yourself consume? Yeah, man, I can see it honestly. There's a few things I'd, I'd want to add though. Yeah. If I could talk to you about them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'll going wanna, to I'll break this down into some of the uh, 